spotlight on, Eric. Damn right it is. Spot damn right indeed, my friend. Hey, welcome to the official spotlight of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast for the week of August 10th. Uh, here we are, Eric. Some big books this week, and we're going to pick Justice League of America. For it ours. begins a new arc, and the one a big arc in my it mind. It is a huge least, arc. It should be a big arc because we're go- finally getting our goddamn answers early yes. at the beginning of answers. From uh, everything yeah. we had back in the beginning of Rebirth with the Rebirth special number one. Yeah, and seriously, the Justice League of America book, when it started, you have a lot of things going. You have Caitlin, you know, Killer Frost, Caitlin Snow, trying to figure out how she can stop her power. You have I don't know what Lobo what mis- mystery mystery what mystery prize. job he's doing and what yeah. he's gonna get. You have the, uh, the Ray trying to figure out his way in the world, Eric, and and you know even all the other things. And Black Canary, Black Canary. just doing stuff. That but they're really more of about. the social justice warriors, Eric. They're there. I think that their main thing, especially Black Canary, is to keep Batman under thumb, not under thumb, in check. To try to teach Batman or teach him a new way of doing things. But what I'm leading in this convoluted way, uh, Ryan Choi, his quest for Ray Palmer, this is why I wanted this book. This is why – really the only reason if I had been actually reading this and not just reviewing it for our site and the podcast that I would have maybe maintained buying it. Because this is the story that I've been looking forward to. This is one of the things in the Rebirth special, the DC Universe Rebirth special that's kicked off all this Rebirth nonsense, Eric, that I thought was the most intriguing. I wanted to see what was going on, and I thought it was the neatest of, you know, you have the uh, Blue Beetle in there with Ted Cord and Jaime Reyes, where they're together working. I thought that this and was Dr. the... Fate. Yeah, and Dr. Faye. I just, just because the, the pairings, like this was the pairing of the, the, uh, what's it called? The Adam. Ray Palmer uh, and the Ryan Adam. Choi. But, uh, I liked it. So they didn't just have Ray Palmer and Ryan Choi, almost like the Blue Beetle book where they're helping each other. Ray disappeared. And the, the problem I have as we go forward and we get to points is when you had the, Adam number one rebirth for this, the JLA rebirth before the series started, you got another version of that scene in the rebirth special. And then in this book, it even twists it a little more. And it's it's starting to irritate me a little because I actually really, really like the first version where you had version. yeah and when you had ray palmer going into the microverse discovering the microverse because he thought chronos was there fucking with the timeline trying to steal treasures and things and then he discovered the microverse but then when he got in there he got lost and needed ryan to come in and get him well it's been twisted around a little but still even so it's something that i've been looking forward to and something that we've talked on the side kind of saying like boy ryan is involved in all these other things you know he's going and fighting the king butcher eric <laughs> But in the meantime, his mentor is lost in the microverse, and it seemed like it was kind of a stretch for him I to be doing anything. But Ryan finds the time to be doing the JLA hearing stuff, finding a cure for Caitlin's goddamn, you know, f- yeah. like frost vampirism, and also looking for Ray Palmer. Yeah, and that's what we kind of, in the background of all of this, we kind of thought of any of these that was kind of silly. It was silly for him to get involved. Now you say. 
I say that, but I understand, like, he must have thought, I'm going to need Batman, I'm going to need a team. But then you get to this issue, and they really spell out that he hasn't really talked to anybody about it. And then it really, really throws me off. And I just wanted to put that as a background for it all, so when we go into it, I don't blindside people by not really liking the story, Eric. I know that most people listening probably know I am such a huge fan of the JLA book. Jim Murder, he's a JLAer <laughs> all the way. He's a JLAer right off the bat, but... Uh, again, this is the podcast, the Spotlight Podcast for the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Weird Science DC. You can go to our award-winning website, Eric, WeirdScienceDCComics.com, and we're going to get into this. You want to get right into it, Eric? Let's you want right to strap it, it on and get right into that microverse? Well, this is Justice League of America, number 12, written by Steve Orlando, art by Ivan Rice, Marcelo Maiano, and Clayton Cowles. The search for Ray Palmer is finally underway, and while I'm excited to get to the bottom of one of the biggest mysteries of Rebirth, why does it have to be in this book. Steve Orlando's dialogue and poor characterizations continue being the stumbling blocks to enjoying this title, and while Ivan Rice's art is usually great, it doesn't even fish this book up from the bottom for me. I think he was a little off, but I know we are dealing with the microverse, Eric, but why does this story feel so small? Ooh, I so, see what you did there. So small, Eric. Going off right away on that Ivan Rice bit, I'm telling you, he used to be one of my favorite artists, especially when the New 52 began, and I want to say it was ever since the first Cyborg series of the, at the end of the New 52 started mm-hmm. where he was on it, it has not been up to snuff. It's in my been a little off sense. for you. Yeah, it shocks me because he was one of my favorites. He was on the Aquaman book in New 52 with Jeff Johns, that run. Yeah. It was awesome. Did a lot and of then, stuff with Jeff Johns. Yeah, and then I really didn't see, you know, he was here or there going on, and I haven't seen him much in Rebirth. I don't think we really have. And now he pops up, and I thought, okay, this is big. So this is, you know, Ivan Rice coming out of the, the shadows to do this really makes us seem like, okay, they're really counting on this being a big story. Not only that, but you said it was was annoying you because they ha- they've been pushing this with ads in the actual comics this story and yet it, it just i just came up small to me but it starts off and you have to kind of i don't know if this is one of those where steve orlando is reintroducing the group so you know the team if people had just joined in but it starts in mammoth city new jersey at the heaven's undercarriage which is the bar that lobo has been in now and again he throughout this series yeah he keeps going back so it's like easy batman finds. drug him out of this bar now batman's drug yeah him yeah out and of this batman bar. shows up and, and the problem i have right away is you have first off batman just walks in it's kind of funny uh but in the meantime steve orlando and lobo he just thinks that he can just string words together as slang you know cesarean slang and that's going to make the character yeah and it just it doesn't do it for me it just seems like nonsense that doesn't make the character just stringing words together but batman shows up he's like i knew i'd find you here or so this is where you go fragging right Owner's my type of bastage. I'm like, you don't have to say bastage every fucking time he opens his mouth, Steve Orlando. But then it's weird because I don't know what sexy time Lobo's been doing because he says, (laughs) and I'm glad you came. Ain't got time to rub one out, so I thought I'd rub one in. I'm like, is is he got his pants down under that table? Because I just it, want to know, like, why doesn't he have time to rub one out? Because I'm telling I you, I, I go to town. I'm I'm in and out in fucking five minutes. I got this yeah, shit really? down to a teak because really? my girlfriend leaves the house to go down to the fucking she corner store to pick up a off. pack of smokes and come back. I am fucking finishing clean up by the yeah, time. Yeah, you're done. Home. So, and that he says that, and I really don't know that Steve Orlando realizes what that means. 
I, I think that he's heard that, like, hey, I gotta rub one out, and he thinks it means drinking. I, I don't or... know what rub one in means. No, it's, I don't know if that's he's Cesarian Eric. They have some crazy shit that they get down with. But then, yeah, Batman's like the point, Lobo. And then he's like, basically, you promised me payment. I want it. I want it now. And that's when Batman's like, no, you know, pray I don't alter the deal any further when he says, no, no, no. A war's coming. And it's funny because he's like, I need you to win it. And it's funny because I think that Lobo would take that as just me. But, you know, he means as a team, as part yeah, of it. I just want to know how the payment has to do with not having time to rub one out. I don't know. And it, it doesn't. That's the thing is, I've always said with Steve Orlando's dialogue, when you say it out loud, it's nonsense. It doesn't make any sense. It seems like people just say words and not listen to each other. Uh, but yeah, then Lobo out of nowhere is like, okay, so when we have this fight and this war, you're going to name me. And then just says, and finally find, after years of searching, the one place the main man can be happy. I'm like, at, what is going on here? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't it's know. Because- it's so weird to me that this whole thing is like, Fights coming, Lobo. I'm gonna need you. You know, I need you to help me win it and shit like that. And then just pushes the beer closer to Lobo. So like, I'm like, yeah, okay, drink I, up, I see buddy. That. He's, pu- he's pushing at the Batman in the other scene. I'm like, for some reason, I didn't see that at first. I'm yeah, but it's still just Batman telling him to drink up. But because no, the I, whole, I see what's yeah, going on now. But the whole scene is, hey, what are you doing, Lobo? Well, I was gonna jerk off a little, but then I decided to jerk in. Uh, instead of that, I want my payment. No, no, I need you in a fight. Okay, and then from years of searching, I'll, I'll be a happy man. What, what just went on? Lobo. Like, what went on? Nothing happened. Like, Lobo is the worst negotiator. He didn't even say, like, whoa, 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 you know, you promised me this. Now you're adding this. You're going to have to add that. And it's just okay. So you go uh, off then. You go I off like to the. Beer. Yeah, yeah, basically that's it. He's drunk. Uh, you go off the Pacific Ocean, that's where you see Vixen. They're attacking a submarine that has Vixen's X in it with also Sharkman, Eric. Like, and it's, I, it's, I don't know what's going on with this goddamn <laughs> scene. Why it has to be like, I'm telling you, this whole thing is like, it looks like Vixen's X has been freaking kidnapped by yeah, that's what it a, looks. Gr- a group of sharks. sharks. Like people just like the guys dressed up sharks. sharks, yeah. And Vixen and Black Canary have to say, but Black Canary's already on board. That's and what Vixen I don't understand. Like, why is why is Vixen turning into a whale to hit the sub when it looks like Vi- uh, Black Canary's already inside the sub trying to take over and things like that? And really what Vixen does doesn't seem to alter anything. It's no. just that Black Canary beats up everybody and then says, hey, your ex is here. Uh, should I feed him to the sharks? No, no, no. And there's even a weird deal where you have Vixen. She's like, uh, Black Canary says, I've got Williams, Mari, but there's a small shark army in here. And Vixen says, right, hold on to something and no biting. Okay. Good times. Yeah, great. Because then you go off to Pittsburgh and you have uh, Caitlin. You have Killer Frost there. And she's fighting Afterthought, Eric. And it's, it's kind of funny. And if you were reading Midnighter, Steve Orlando's Midnighter, in the, the end of the New 52 in the DCYOU, Afterthought was a guy who showed up. And he was one of these On the guys. Suicide where, Squad. Yeah, and when he showed up, he would – yeah, yeah, he was. And he would he was like pretty much the guy – built to go after Midnighter because the fight computer that was mentioned ad nauseum in that series, but really in that 
issue. It was terrible because Afterthought kept saying, oh, I think ahead of you, I think ahead of you, and it, it all went. All of a sudden, he shows up here, and I do think that it's one of those Steve Orlando wanted a couple extra cents for his because he's there. I'm saying, though, the whole thing, though, I don't understand because this guy, he in my mind, he was had like, the power of long shot from X-Men back in the day where he could see yep, that's like, what six he had. seconds into the future and shit yep. like that. So he can anticipate anything you're doing because he's already seen it. Killer Frost seems like she's taking him out no problem. Yeah, she does. And it's funny, though. It's like, stop, what do you want? And he says, forethought. And I actually think that maybe he's pointing out that something that happened in that Midnighter got rid of his power, possibly, because it's almost like he wants his power back, and that's why it doesn't happen. But then he disappears. Yeah. He's there because I she says, what do you want? Yeah, what do you want? Forethought. And then there you have Ryan in Command Central talking. Frost, he's finally sweating. Do it. And then she just hits him with a blast. But then he disappears. But again, you get this weird dialogue with Caitlin. Sorry, distracted. Did it work? You're multitasking. Okay, I'm freezing that whiteboard. I never forgive you. God damn it. Just stop it. But the, he disappears. And that actually leads to what Caitlin seems to be in charge of doing going forward is to find out where Afterthought went. Uh, and but, it's such a weird idea because we have all this going on. And when things boil down to it, it's like, all right, we have this case still open. And like the Afterthought case. I'm like, yeah. what was yeah. he doing? That I don't know. And that's what that's the problem is. Panels. Now, all you get is he's in Pittsburgh and Caitlin's asking him what he wants. Like, she just showed up. But like, if that's the case, why are you attacking him? If you I, say, I, stop, what do you want? You know, what What if the guy was just going to get milk? Uh, you get nothing from this. Like you said, for I him splash. to disappear and to be an open case, you, you got to give us something, Steve Orlando. Give us something of what's going really on. It really worries me because while this whole hunt for Ray Palmer into the microverse should be a gigantic deal that we focus all our time on. Yeah, no, it's going to go back and forth. And says, yeah. Black Canary Vixen. I need you here because you were like, you know, you could take care of yourselves. We still have this friggin', you know, Caitlin's case in Pittsburgh yeah. still open. So if I'm just so afraid we're just going to jump I back. I know. I'm with you. And it also just points out as well it's that. screw up the momentum of the entire story. And Steve Orlando has had a problem since the beginning of this book with dealing with the entire team. And that seems to be like the cop out of how he could get rid. Because if you don't see, you know, Caitlin Vixen and, uh, What's uh, Black Canary for two issues in a row? We're not going to complain, you know, no. like we normally would. But it's just like you said, when they separated, I was like, really? Why would you do this? This is the big thing. And you, you could even have Batman say, listen, we're all going in the microverse. Oh, what do you mean? Who's going to watch? Yeah, the Justice League can take care of it. I, I called them. They're going to watch things while we're gone. You know, they'll they'll be at Cyborg. will be up there at the monitor. He'll see what's going on. But no, it gets separated. But before that, you do have a little of the Ray. And he's hanging out with Xenos watching old movies. And it goes back and forth with almost like Xenos. Like, God, you watch this old shit. These old movies are crap. And then Ray's like, no, no, no. These are classics. Uh, you know, this is all I had when I was trapped like a prisoner in my house and i'm like no d please don't keep doing this whether his mom yes she has a new family but ray you were the one you, who fucking left, left. like five it just, six he years is the ago most un yeah he is the most unlikable character in all of dc comics right now if you ask me he is a whiny crybaby who is mad it, he's it's okay for him to leave but yeah. then when his mom just moves on from that you know, well, it, oh, what was me? The victim. 
Yeah, he is. He he is the victim, and he's doing this. But you have Xenos, who's there, which you even asked before. Uh, you would assume that they're becoming intimate, and I'm that's saying, fine. But it's the, like like uh, like snuggled yeah, up together yeah. on the couch watching this movie. You, you kind of think that they're in a relationship now, but yeah, it's never yeah. discussed. No, no. And the, the whole thing with Xenos, I do like because he wants, he's like, listen, you got to get a hold of your mom. I'm not going to let you watch, you know, we can watch movies, uh, but I'm not going to forget what happened in Philadelphia. You got to get a hold of your mom. And he's like, no, no, I told you, I don't want to talk about that. And then that's when Xenos says, there'll be a price to pay for that stubbornness, Terrell. You'll see. I'm like, oh, she's going to die. There you go. And he's going to be wishing that he went back to say something now. Uh, that's when they get word from Ryan. Ryan wants to talk to everyone. He's uh, talked to every everybody's got to get to the sanctuary. We're going to talk about this. And this is where he starts telling them about Ray Palmer. And he's like, hey, you know, I work with my physics professor, Ray Palmer. I work support in the field. He was the atom and he's missing. And it just to me, I know that you have to rehash this. I know that you have to have this for new readers and things like that, but I don't like the way it's played out as if nobody in the group knows. And I, they Bat- should all know, in my opinion. They should all know. Start out, you know, Batman knows from the get-go that, you know, he went there, to, he went to freaking Ivy University, looked for Ray Palmer, found Ryan Choi instead, and was not about to take Ryan Choi on until Lobo said something. So the whole idea of what happened to Ray Palmer had to have been a discussion yeah. at some point yeah. that I'm sure that Batman discussed with Black Canary and Vixen, if nobody else, and then yeah. Ryan I'm sure he's told Caitlin. I'm sure he's told Ray. Yeah, it just seems, yeah, really. It seems so odd to me. Yeah, it seems very odd to me that this is like the first discussion. I I said to you before we started recording, it's almost as if all of a sudden you're going to have Vixen like, wait a second, you're the Adam? (laughs) <laughs> what he says it, I'm like, it, it like just, I, again, I understand that you have to talk about it. You have to reintroduce the story as you go forward. But Steve Orlando just has the most heavy-handed thing. And, and really, to me, Ryan seems like such a sad sack here. He's like, I, I can't do this myself. I can't do I need my friends. Are you going to help me? Please, I can't do this alone. He keeps saying it. It's just annoying to me because I would say, wait a second. We've been here for a while. Why haven't you started doing this before? Now, you can say he has has been in the background. He's been trying to get the signal. He finally did get it. He's like, last night I triangulated the signal, ringing up from deep in the microverse. So he is going to help, but he has to go, and he's, I can't go alone, and this is where you also get weird dialogue, because he says, listen, he went down into the microverse, and he was betrayed. That never was spelled out in either the Rebirth Special number one, or the Adam Justice League of America Adam number one Rebirth, where basically you get the idea that Ray went in, he got lost and does say the only thing he said was in the rebirth special is that when he got into the microverse he got lost you have to come find me the the you know the the what's it called the belt is tethered to mine and go in there but when you go to the first world somebody's gonna come and don't let them and then he gets cut off so you don't know but all of a sudden it's like this quick and easy someone betrayed him and that's where you get more hokey dialogue, where you have this. He's telling you, we got to go. Vic, uh, Caitlin, who basically, Ray has done everything for her. Like, he has put aside, or Ryan, I mean, he has put aside all of this search for Ray Palmer to pretty much help Caitlin. You said someone betrayed him. We'd be going in blind. Like, they're already, like, upset about that's it. weird. <laughs> and then it's like, he said not to trust people there, Caitlin, but I trust you. What? All right. And and then then Canary says, "Do we know the microverse is real, Ryan? 
Did you see Ray's findings? And I, where I emphasize is I in saw bold. A video fucking the right in the microverse. And, and to me. I would be like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? What, what are you talking? It's so ridiculous that she says this, and then Batman just says, Ryan may not have proof, not yet, but Ray Palmer did. We can we can't ignore that. And then okay, off we go. And then they're like talking about it, but it's just, it's ridiculous. It really seems like, I don't understand. I really don't. And that's, is that part of the powder keg that we've been getting that they still don't trust everyone? Because really, judgment. everything in this book, I can tell you, I, I think you might agree. The person who's really gone out on a limb to really help everyone has been Ryan. Yeah. He has been helping Caitlin. He actually, at the point where they were going and fighting, you know, with Zeno's, uh, what's his name? Uh, well, who ages? Yeah, uh, he went against the the rules that they laid down to go and save the day. I mean, he's really done a lot, and they just seem to be like, ah, eh, fuck it. But yeah, that's where Batman says, "Listen, we got to split up." Frost attack in Pittsburgh. The might be on the mirror. They're all open cases. Canary Vixen, you have experience. You don't need me. Ray, you have the power. So they they let them stay back, and everybody else is going to go into the microverse and to get there so since they I only have one it's belt. It's going to be this thing. We have the microverse where friggin' Vixen. Black Canary take care of friggin' you know the Pittsburgh thing with the afterthought, yeah. and the Ray takes care of the mite behind the mirror. Yeah, I would think so, and it'll all just lead to that mom again. And we're gonna find out. To me, we never—I'm telling you—you you never really got a full-out explanation that that new family was a wish, even though I think they are going with it. But I would like that at the end. It wasn't a wish. He just got a new family because he went yeah, away. But it's been a while. Why couldn't yeah. she? So they go it's back and now, yeah. Yeah, really. She's she's out and about. But you go back, and they're in. There's uh, Ryan and Caitlin are in the workshop, Eric, and they have the shrink ship. Is what they're going to go, and it's one of those where the belt that uh, Ryan has, the shrinking belt, uh, bio belt. There's only one, so obviously he can't just have him. Though he seems to be able to make a shrink ship. I don't know why he can't make other belts. I, I really don't. It's if he can a, make it's a, a shrink white ship, star energy. I, I don't think he can replicate. Well, he's going to do that. Well, even if you add tethered belts to him because basically that ship is just that anyway but it's yeah. fine because you have like the fantastic journey thing going with a, a shrinking ship which is cool but this dialogue is I awful like the there's inner space yeah well inner space i really liked as well meg ryan was actually <laughs> hot in that Eric. uh you had caitlin so she's cute. like she's hey, really uh caitlin sees this ship and she goes you design this and then Ryan says, Professor Palmer drafted the pan plans, Caitlin. It should get everyone to the microverse without bio belts. And then Caitlin says back, well, these schematics are impossible. The dimensions are way off. And then he says, trust me on that one. <laughs> you just said that the thing's a piece of shit. You just said the dimensions are way off. Trust me on that one. I like the, the as you read this. Shrinking science, Jim. Yeah, that's a sentence. Shrinking science. Trust me on that one. Shrinking science. There aren't any more bio belts, but the whole ship runs on the white dwarf star material. And mine, if we can get it working. So then Lobo comes in and basically says, hey, wondered when you were going to call the main man. And they're like, Lobo. And that's where it, this is way off. He says, we need your help. Frost and I have been working on the shrink ship's universal drive for days. I, I see one panel above with Lobo in the doorway where it seems like Caitlin is just looking at the shrink ship it doesn't have anything hey, like hey, Ray, they've been I know working, been working on, it. on this for days but you design this yeah yeah you design. they're way off the dimensions no it, it seems like she has just arrived in this plus you just had him explain all this if he's been working on it for days with them 
Just so stupid. It just doesn't make sense. No. And Lobo's like, yeah, bastards would be fragged on a daily basis without me. Oh, that Lobo. There he is. And then you have <laughs> you have days later. It's just so ridiculous. And that, then you have the whole team, and they're basically going to stand I around. See, I'm telling you, this seems like it could be out of sync, where, you know, we have this thing where, you know, say Lobo's not in the doorway. It's fucking yeah. Ryan and Caitlin talking. And then and days then later. Go, days later. Yeah. Hey, it t- it's about time you called me in because, oh, yeah. me and Caitlin been working on this for that days. That would make sense. That makes sense. He's in the doorway. She looks like she just walked in here after Ryan had just told them what they were going to do in there. Huh, just me on that. And then Lobo shows up, oh, we've been working for days. And maybe he was he was upset and didn't want to let Lobo know that he's been working on days. What what it actually it is. He's trying to make Caitlyn sound more important yeah. than she actually No, is. he's making Caitlyn look stupid. She's the one holding him back. He's like, oh, me and Caitlyn, we've been working on days. Wink, wink. You know ladies in the workshop. Uh, but yeah, Lobo's like, I've been working on verse drives since shop class. And well, well, why didn't he get him right away? But you have the shrink ship. Batman shows up, and it's more of a back and forth of, is this going to work? Yeah, I hope it works. You don't sound very confident. I hope it works. You don't sound confident. It'll work. And you just and then Batman basically just says, enough. Risk is part of the job. Do it, Ryan. I like he just like listen, guys. We may die here, but fuck it. Let's go. Hey, Batman. Maybe you, you know you being the world's greatest detective, and you want like maybe I like you should look at the smartest it. people in the DCU. No. Maybe you better make sure this fucking yeah, works. Yeah, maybe you, you could get a hold city of city and the world yeah. unprotected because you kill like fucking three or four goddamn superheroes with this one goddamn yeah, trip. Yeah, just maybe take this by Lex. Maybe go to Ted Cord. Maybe stuff like that. Check it out. Just, but yeah, just anything. Just don't yeah. say you know. No risk, no reward. Get yeah, the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah, no risk, no reward. And if we die, what the fuck? Batman's suicidal still. But yeah, they're yeah. gonna go in, and it does shrink down. And this is where I really don't like the art because you have a really cool thing and yeah you are with me i think in this where the fantastic journey and all that stuff is really it's such a a fantastic voyage it's such a cool concept so even the concept of them shrinking down to the ship but basically ryan touches his belt and then they're in the ship and that's it. And then they're going to go. And you don't get any wow factor at all from these panel. Tr- you know, from one panel to the next, you don't get a, oh, man, this is going to be awesome. It's just I, basically. I, I think it's awfully weird that, you know, he only has one bio belt and he can't shrink them all down until he can until get them he does. into the ship. Yeah, until he shrinks them into the ship. Also, that they pretty much phase through fucking material because they're not in the, you know, you would have thought that they would have had a full-size ship that then gets fully shrunken down. Yes. But it starts as a small ship that somehow they get transported into it. Like you said, why use the ship now? Because you obviously just showed that the bio belt could shrink everyone down. It, it doesn't make sense. It, it's stupid. Uh, I like the idea of the shrink ship, but it's way off, and well, you yeah, don't have a, a wow concept. factor. I tell you, like Fantastic Voyage, Interspace, we both like those movies because yeah. it's a fun concept. It's half the reason that Ray Palmer as the Adam, you know, it's such he a cool have deal. The greatest power set there is no. he shrinks down. He has some pretty cool adventures though because of this. Yes, yeah. Uh and you don't get that here. You just they shrink down when they shouldn't and then they from three panels they blast off, right? They start shrinking blast off. You don't even get a concept of really what that means. He just hits the panel. You get the idea they're not really flying. They would be well, no, shrinking, it is, it is but it looks down. like that but it looks like it's supposed to be them flying. Uh, and then when they shrink down, they get blasted by a laser blast at one point. Well, but even then, that, you... I just want to know, like, hold on, we're crossing the first yeah. quantum barrier. I know. And we're there, the microverse. Yeah, like, why did that's you say it. the first if we're already there yeah. after the first? And even with that, you don't really get any sort of 
fun. You don't ever get like a, a wow factor of fun. You even see at the one point he's kind of going in a gyroscope type of thing yeah. that seems to be going. That seems really cool. You, you barely see that. And then, like you said, it's just announced. Welcome to the microverse. Boom. And it, it's a cool but, but panel. What about what about the other barriers? Because if you're going to tell me we're crossing, about to cross the first barrier, yeah, yeah. that leads me to believe we're going to have many barriers. And again, the is, that, is the first barrier the one where Ray told Ryan, hey, you're going to get to this first planet, but they don't spell this it out because world, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Why would that be a barrier that gets to a world? Then you go to another barrier and get to another okay. world. I don't like, understand. You know, how many? Like, do we get beyond the microverse? Yeah, that's the what I'm saying. Thing, it doesn't make sense. Barriers to a certain point in the whole shrinking idea yeah. to get to the microverse itself. You have to like in my just this is me alone. I don't know if I'm I'm right or I wrong about know. this, but to get to this other verse this microverse you'd have to cross these goddamn these giant like go gulfs of size because the atom he's only he's only ever done this once it seems like to cross into the microverse in this continuity and actually i think all continuities i think we've never really crossed the microverse microverse, yes but um it just happens all willy nilly like all of a sudden and we shrunk down, and we're here. Like, yeah, oh, you that, get nothing. And also, I, I just want to uh, you know, remind everybody, if you're not reading the book or whatnot, the microverse, the reason Ray went in, again, was because he thought somebody was messing with the timeline. So this is yeah, more about the timeline than an actual, like, place. Like, you know and what the I one, mean? This the, one is, bit of, the one bit of, a, like, you know, well, that's the thing. No, it's, a, it's just a place. It's where, a place, you know, but what I'm saying, they're going in because, yes, created here. it can alter the timeline, but I I think yeah. it gets confused in this because once you get there, you're basically on a planet, it looks, and I think people are going to lose track of why they're even there. They are there to find Ray, but in the meantime, Ray was there because he felt, you know, he discovered Somebody an anomaly. Yeah. yeah, so they were going in. And even, like I said earlier, while they go and they cross the first barrier, Eric, they get shot by a blast, a laser blast. And even then, I'd be like, the fuck is going on? Because I really, my first question would be like, why? What is going? On? I didn't think there was that many more people here, or what's going on? But they're just like, oh my god, we're gonna crash. They crash, and then they kick themselves out. And it's like Batman's like, welcome to the multi, uh, the microverse. Like, what is going on? Because they're there. How do they know? Because basically, Lobo says, how do we know we're here? How do we know this is the fragging microverse? And Batman says. Or actually, Ryan says, "Look around, Lobo. Look at at the sky. This is it." And you look at the sky. I I couldn't tell that that's the microverse. You know, red right? sky means microverse. Yeah, red yeah. sky and a, and a couple planets in the distance. I don't know that that would be the microverse, but he says that's it. And then God help us, it's your lead, kid. And then they just start going and basically get attacked. They're they're talking about it. All Ryan keeps saying is, oh, I'm getting a signal. I'm getting a signal. I'm going. They get attacked by these guys who talk about the decay and things. And you, you get the idea. They are there ripping apart the timeline, the timeline, the microverse is being torn about almost like the, you know, I don't know. But I, what, I just want to know what unusual shrinking means. Yeah, because, because when they he, like, yeah, we're going yeah. through, he has the, the belt and it's tethered to friggin' Ray Palmer's belt. So he's he's like you know listening for the pings yes. for the goddamn tracking yep. and whatnot. He's like, we're way beyond my bio belt's design specs. Any more unusual shrinking could rupture its white dwarf yeah. core. I'm like, how much more unusual yep. shrinking would you have to do yeah. since you're already in the micro? And that's now, the weird. Yeah. If we're going to say the first barrier, like that makes me think that maybe down the line we yeah. may go to other barriers but within the microverse. But what's unusual shrinking? Like, I, is no, that, I'm saying what and, they just did right now is unusual shrinking. No, here's the, the what you get. Number one, like why wouldn't that mean something's going to blow up if you do unusual you know, growing? 
when you go yeah. back because it, so that would be a problem but all that seems to me is that is a very forced you know foreshadowing of some time that they're going to have to do unusual shrinking which I, I don't know what that is but yeah they, they all seem to be having a grand old time and, and you have marooned here too because yeah. the goddamn shrink yeah, ship is not destroyed and, and they don't even really push that much no. it's just like they're like okay let's go find Ryan uh, Ray and they're going and I, I this book with the Ray Ray and Ryan just drives me insane but they're going and he gets the, the signal and he's got and they get attacked like I said they get attacked by these guys they have armor on they're going at it you have Lobo which fighting which Batman them. recognizes yeah yeah it's, it's just out of <laughs> passing he has this yep. gigantic fight he wants the Ray uh, the, I'm going to do it now the Ray uh, he wants Ryan yeah. to figure out who these guys are before they hit the ground. Before they hit the ground. How, yeah. I don't know how Ryan's supposed to figure this shit out. And once all the fighting is over, Batman just looks at the armor. I recognize that armor. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. We don't get yeah. any more discussion. I'm like, why wouldn't you tell us? Why don't you and tell it, anybody And it's crazy. About and I, I get the idea what Steve Orlando's doing. It's kind of a little funny. While everybody's getting blasted by these guys, Ryan is just running past. It's moving faster by the second. He's going with the, you know, the, the pinging of that. Uh, while they go and all these guys are kind of setting up their last stand against Batman and the team. And all of a sudden they get shot from behind. And you're like, and, and the art to me was way off of that because I didn't understand what was going on because of the way this battle was going yeah. all of a sudden they kind of get hit from behind and Ryan says with this you know the bio belt signal it stopped moving don't you see it stopped right here and that's when Caitlin's like bio belt you said there were only two Ryan I'm like you stupid <laughs> you idiot and they're like there's a big guy you know and he's coming and they're like are you saying you know this person and Ryan says I think maybe we all do now it's right now, now this Look, nice to be him. Now, it, it's so weird to me because these people are getting shot. Nobody yeah. seems to really no, notice this guy at first. Who's no. I realize now that's who, like, who Batman recognizes. Yeah, Batman recognizes that some, suit or that symbol. That's but one it's of the still... things I actually fucked this up because when I first read this, I thought he was talking about the But it's because the, the art and the progression of the panels is terrible because it looks like Batman's talking about the guys who are laying at his feet. And that's the thing is I realized that, like, again, when I read through it again, I'm like, oh, no, he's talking about that. So for some reason, though, when I decided to talk to you about it, all of a sudden I'm back to my original idea, which is yeah, completely wrong. Yeah. Yeah, but even so, that's what happens. They, they're getting attacked by these guys. Doesn't ever seem like they're about to get killed by them, though, right? Like, you would think, because it does seem to be that the cliffhanger is that Ray Palmer has shown up and saved them, but he's, yeah. he's a little different. You don't see his face, so I don't know that it is Ray Palmer. And you did have that whole thing from Rebirth is the, the first, first person who shows me. up yeah. is going to tell you, and I think it's going to be tell you that he's me. He's not. That's He's not, not me. You got to keep going deeper. Uh, obviously, it can't be that they found Ray Palmer in the first goddamn issue. But in the meantime, it's just the progression and what's going on. Just it's it's just not good. It really I isn't. Like one, and I do like one thing. Actually, it's two things. It's two lines of dialogue, and this one when Ryan's talking about you know to the rest of the group about how you know the microverse he went down into this because there was something wrong fundamentally with the fucking yeah, yeah. building box reality. I like that. And then when we yeah. have these soldiers here, when like you know the soldier looks they up say and about sees the who decay might be and... Ray Palmer, he's like you. You think that you and these intruders can stop the decay? Yeah. This universe is broken beyond repair. We're all dead already. The null hastens the end, so we may be born again, like again from nothing. And I'm like, you know what? That's kind of interesting. Yeah, I like that. I want to see I where like that, that goes. Yeah, I want to see what's going on. I want to see what this guy claims he is, if he's what, whatever. Because when you don't see his face, you're like, okay. And it's a cool outfit. Uh, but in the meantime, 
were done and it really seemed very small to me like the the coolness of it was taken away there was no fun factor at all there was no wow factor where you're having you know batman and ryan and the rest of the team going into a place that they've never been and people have never been and you don't even get like this whole thing like boy this is something that people are going to look back at you know years from now and go remember that story when they finally went in the microverse and things like that i barely knew what was going on and really didn't care because everything was too quick like you said the first barriers just thrown out there then they get shot then they crash land they get out and there's a planet and even have somebody like boy i wasn't thinking the microverse would be a planet and then have ryan explain something well ray postulated that this this and this it just seems like where we had in the new 52 when the the savage lands of the speed force that's what it seems like to me and even then was something that could have been cool and never was it just i i don't get what he thinks people would get from this it's almost like he's just rushing to the end and a story that they're pushing is something as as big as everything else we've gotten in rebirth and i don't think it is as big and it kind of suffers because of that uh any other design yeah i'm just looking at the design here of the ray palmer look it's it's very similar to it's almost like a cross between like the sword like the savage what the hell was it the sword the savage sword of the atom i think it was yeah, old okay. stuff. but it also looks like the indigo tribe atom a little bit you know even yeah, though he's does. not bare chested but just that big belt he has on i'm like that looks very familiar i just had to go and look that up real fast because Nah, but and it, it looks like a WWE belt. It looks like going. an amalgam of a bunch of different atoms. Yeah, that but that's the past. thing. You say that, but so why does Batman recognize that uniform? I don't like, know. Where, where are they pointing that, at? That little bit of red that's underneath the freaking. Like, I don't know. That, yeah, that, he's that just just wearing. that. I recognize that uniform. No, no, it looks a little different, but we'll see and we'll see how it goes. But I, I was disappointed with this. Uh, though I'll tell you. Not as disappointed as other issues of JLA. This actually, to me, was a better issue of JLA, just not a great issue overall uh, compared to other things. It it really got bogged down by the recap that if you've been reading the series and even the freaking, you know, the the prelude issue, like rebirth issues that led up to the series – you knew all of this already, so it's a, it like bogged down like you know yeah. longtime readers with all the stuff that you already know, and like you just want to get to the microverse, you want to find the atom because that's what this arc is promising. And when yep. we have to spend half the issue talking about it and this being yeah. reintroduced to the team that we already know, it's very frustrating. Yeah, and I gave it a six out of ten. I, like I said, I liked it a little more. We're getting uh, you know Ray, the search for Ray, which I really wanted. Uh, like you said, I'm a little intrigued by those guys yelling about the decay and how they're not going to be able and to the stop the, and, the, like yeah, that. and all yeah. that. You know what? And I want to see about that because, like, you know, Ray went down because he realized something was wrong with the timeline. From everything that we've seen, you know, through the New 52 into Rebirth here, we know that the timeline and the universe itself, the reality is fucked up from what it was yeah. before. So, like, this this whole universe is broken. This guy's talking about this. So, like, if they're going to know about this whole thing being fucked up the, from the timeline down, this is the first place you would realize it because this is where you could go and yeah. fuck with things. Yeah, so this is big. I mean, this should be really big, and it just, to me, it felt a bit small. Uh, and it might have been the fact that you kind of went from them talking about the impossible schematics of the shrink ship to three pages later landing in the microverse. You never really got that whole, like, how cool this should be or how hard it should be or how tough. Basically, uh, Ryan just does it. He does it yeah. because he has the shrink ship, and it just seemed too quick. It really did. Uh, what would you give it? I think I'd give it a 6 out of 10 as well, okay. begrudgingly, because like I'm saying, there are cool concepts in this that I yeah. really want to explore. I just think it's not it's going to be lost down the line because Steve Orlando I is writing too. it. Um, but this whole idea, you know, like we – 
I can understand the whole idea about having to rehash the things that I'm, I'm complaining about for new readers because DC has been pushing in their goddamn audio before the book starts. You know, yeah. the hunt for Ray Palmer begins here. It's a big deal that they're really trying to push in all the comics. So you're going to have new reader jump on. You and why didn't, why didn't they call it the hunt for Ray Palmer? Why do they call it panic in the microverse? Because uh, why? Like, I don't know. I saw that till I'm like, why didn't you stick with what's on the goddamn, yeah. you know, the previews? Yeah. But I don't know. The art's okay. I, there's a lot of concepts here that I do like, but it gets yeah, I do. I'm intrigued by. I said, it. it's like I, it's a double-edged story for me. Well, you know, he's not going to do getting, it. Now I'm saying, under, I understand that you need to get new readers on, but being a long-time yeah. reader, it's very frustrating. So that's the double-edged sword. I don't know. Going forward, there are aspects I'm into, yeah. and it's just Maybe not a great pull issue it for how it was presented. No, I agree. I agree fully, Eric. That is the end of the spotlight. That is the spotlight for this week. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just this book. I really thought that I was going to be pumped for, even with Steve Orlando writing. And I, I'm sure you can. There's not really a lot of jokes to be had either. You know what no. I mean? It's just you know, there it is, and it happens. Everything that I thought would be intriguing or not intriguing, be cool, is just glossed by. But Eric, you want to hear what we're going to talk about this week on our full podcast? Now, before we do that, I will mention I didn't say it at the beginning. We do have a Patreon account. If you like this, you like our long podcast, you like the pop culture podcast, you like the New 52 Review, whatever. I like all those things. There's a lot of things. I don't know that I like them, but if you do, you can go to our Patreon account at patreon.com slash weirdscience and get even more. Like, this isn't enough, Eric. You get more. Well, this week, as we go down the line, uh, talking about what books we're going to talk about the main podcast, there's a couple that we will not be talking about. And one, the big one, would be Mr. Miracle. Mr. Miracle was voted by the Get Fresh Crew of Badasses. Boop, boop. And they have picked that as our Patreon-only spotlight. So if you want to hear what we say about that, uh, you'd have to go to Patreon. We also have a bonus Patreon spotlight with the News Boy Legion and the boy commandos yeah, that <laughs> nonsense me and reggie talk but we also did talk about gotham academy second semester number 12 Final so that issue. is one one deal where that's a full bonus patreon spotlight and eventually this weekend me and brandon are gonna get together and talk about just league power rangers number five as well so there's a lot of stuff on patreon that you can go check out just check out and you'll see there's a bunch of stuff, and hopefully you will support us. But this is what we're going to talk about on our right. free podcast, Eric. That will be a long one. Action Comics number 985. Batgirl and Birds of Prey number 13. You told me that that's fantastic. Detective Comics that. number 962. We end that whole intelligence arc there with Azriel and Ascalon and Zatanna. It seems so weird. Like, in my mind, this was not the final issue going like, yeah. from last issue into this one. Yeah, I'm like, it is. Oh, we got a couple more issues. Well, Eric. Over. I'll tell you, if you went to the award-winning site, WeirdScienceDCComics.com, you would see that that's one of my biggest issues with this, that we had a, an issue last, uh, two weeks ago, that kind of tread water a little, kind of get, yeah. and then this one was a race to the finish, and I thought that the pacing of those two issues were a little off. We also have... Uh, oh, I already mentioned Gotham Academy second semester was already on Patreon, so you can go and check that out. But we'll have Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern Corps number 26, Harley Quinn number 25, anniversary issue, Eric, delayed a week as well. Uh, yeah. Justice League of America number 12, which we just it's talked about. Yeah. Mr. Miracle number one, Tom King and, and Mitch Gerard's book is going to be a spotlight.
highlight on the Patreon only. We hit there's so many books. New Superman number fourteen, uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws number thirteen, Suicide Squad number twenty three. Yeah, it's funny they have that Black Files listed, but that ain't coming. That Supergirl ain't number twelve, Superwoman number thirteen, The Flash number twenty eight, and Titans number fourteen. So yeah, this one's going to be a very very long podcast. But Eric, Let's we're going to end this, this down to three hours, huh? Yeah, well, uh, two and a half. Why go three, two and a half? Right now I'm looking. I was While we were doing this and we're recording, I kept looking at the timer. The timer sits there in the one corner of my screen. Yeah. And I'm like, boy, this is going to be one of those like 20-minute spotlights. Ooh, it's going to be crazy. No, it's no. longer. We, we can't stop it. But, Eric, what do we say at the end of the spotlight? Turn that spotlight off. Oh, 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 oh.